Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon. Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fangirl Film Club, a movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And let me tell you, we've seen some shit. Hi, friends. A Merry Tuesday to you. Merry Tuesday. It is technically, this is, we can say happy Honda days right now, right? Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry, Merry crisis. Merry crisis. Um, yeah, we are recording our first of two uh, Christmas episodes. And uh, this is funny because we're doing it in September. <laughs> You know, so I was really in the holiday season. Pumpkin spices in the air. Mm-hmm. Really in the holiday spirit while I was sweating profusely because it was 97 degrees <laughs> when I watched this movie. You know, I was filled with rage recently because I realized far too late that the uh, salted caramel mocha is not happening anymore. Why? In Starbucks. I don't know. They discontinued it in 2021 and I just didn't notice. <laughs> I just haven't been back. Um, I also had a uh, a fast food drive through kind of crisis uh, the other day because I wanted to go to Wendy's and get a pretzel uh-huh. chicken pub sandwich, mm-hmm. and they just don't have it anymore. And I had to go to the internet and ask them where mm. the pretzel chicken pub sandwich was, and they were like, "Yeah, we discontinued it on the first of September." Like, damn! You didn't ask me. It's the only thing I get at Wendy's <laughs> now. I have no reason to come here, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> No approval. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but it was um, it was upsetting. It was shocking and upsetting. <laughs> My mom is one Wendy's... of those people who goes to Wendy's to get a salad. And I'm like, why? Why? What is? Come on, mom. <laughs> You're at Wendy's. Get your money's worth. Seriously, get a cheeseburger. <laughs> Large frosty fries, sea salted fries. Dip them right in. See. Yes, thank you. Correct. That is what you do with fries mm-hmm. and frosties. You dip them together. It is a dipping sauce. People look at me like I'm yeah. crazy. I'm like, you're no, wrong. The frosty is the superior milkshake to dip your uh, French fries into. Absolutely. So. It's got heft to it. Mm-hmm. She thick. She can handle the fry. <laughs> I have so many thoughts about the frosty that I don't know that I should share this time. But anyway, anyway, Christmas. It's Christmas and Crisis. It's Chrysler. We it's watched this week. It is the season it is. to be Crisis. It is, it is always the season of Crisis around here. Um, but it, now it's Festive Crisis. And uh, mm-hmm. we watched this week uh, The Family Stone, uh, which came out in 2005. It was written and directed by Thomas Bazooka. I want to say Bazooka because Bazooka just sounds fun. Bazooka bubble bubble. Sorry, bubble, Tom. Bubble. You're Bazooka. So Thomas Bazooka wrote and directed 2005, starring all-star cast, uh, yeah. Diane Keaton. Cast. Diane Keaton. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Sorry McAdams. Planes. <laughs> oh, it was planes. I was like, what the fuck was that? I um, live okay. right near a military airbase, so. Okay. All right. It adds local color. Um, all right. So we've got Diane Keaton. We've got my internet online (laughs) movie dilf craig t nelson uh rachel mcadams of course who is the reason i watched this film in the first place and sarah jessica parker dermot mulroney who i'm gonna talk gonna have to talk about and luke wilson and i don't know her name she's one of the siblings that one now she's in the the pierce uh, i think is her last name she's um pierce or pizana she's in the She's in the Flanniverse now. She's in all of yep. the Mike Flanagan horror things. Um, yep. So she was also wonderful. Am I missing anybody? Oh, Claire Danes. Claire Danes Claire is Danes. in it as well. And was 2005 an alternate reality in which Claire Danes gets billing over Diane fucking Keaton? Um, I don't know if it was in alphabetical order because Claire Danes oh, is in this been. movie for five minutes. She's not. Yeah, I was going to say, because like they put it. She was top of the list, and I was like, mm, but why? I don't know. 
I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of all the everybody's last name. It might have been alphabetical. That would make more sense than some alternate universe where yeah. <laughs> Diane Keaton gets second billing. <laughs> I know in the credits it was uh, it was it was alphabetical order, but I think the gays were shifted into the featuring position. <sighs> Rude. Actually, you know what? Sometimes you get more money if you're willing to be a featured. Oh. Um, or. Uh, if it's a if it's a TV show, you know, like on well, mm-hmm. you didn't watch Buffy, but anyway, um, Buffy they always had that Out like me in front and of everyone shit. Listen, <laughs> as you should. People are gonna come for me, and that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't. It doesn't mean her opinions are any less valid on film and TV in general. It's just saying she hasn't watched Buffy. Um, but like Anthony Stewart Head was always listed as and Anthony Stewart Head as Giles, and he. Occasionally, if it's like put put up like that, you can get less money, but have your name featured better and like more mm-hmm. special. Or mm-hmm. you can not be part of the cast and say featuring, and then you get more money. It's a thing. Okay. But we've discussed how we don't <laughs> know how movie rules. money works. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood money is like monopoly money. I don't know how it works. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I haven't watched this movie since I saw it in the theater in two thousand five. Oh, and it occurred to me that I completely forgot the the heartbreaking undertone of the whole thing. And also that the first time I watched it, I did not have a mother who died of cancer. Ah, So ah, a Christmas loving mom who died of cancer. So uh, that was a a a raw emotional punch that I was not expecting. Um, Whoopsie Daisy on your behalf for choosing like, this one. I wouldn't have watched this. Yeah, this was my <laughs> choice. Um, but yeah, so I uh, I did not I didn't dislike it though. I think it's actually I don't think it's a bad yeah. movie. Um, but we'll talk about that. So yes. should we should we pitch first? I yeah, I want to give you some money. So tell me how I should spend it. <laughs> I have a big pile of Hollywood money to give you. Um, all right, well. If you're handing out Hollywood money, I'm going to tell you about America's hottest new club called The Family Stone. It has everything. It has Sarah Jessica Parker being the literal worst she's ever been. It has awkward, awkward silences. It has Rachel McAdams wearing every piece of clothing she owns at the same time. Christmas romantic quadrangles that don't don't actually like fuck anything up. And my personal reason for watching any film, Craig T. Nelson. Money, please. Have some millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I will take it. I will take this money, and then you will tell me what, what, what your money <laughs> bought. What did I do with it? All right. This is going to be a long one. This is going to be lengthy. This okay. Is, there's Good. a lot to squeeze in here because there are a lot of characters. Yes, okay. there are. Everett Stone is in love with narrow-minded Republican girl boss Meredith and wants to bring her home to his big, boisterous family, including Dilf Kelly, tragic mama, tragic mama Sybil, matronly sister Susanna, and her cute kid Elizabeth, gay hard-of-hearing brother Thad, and his loving husband Patrick, bitchy, beautiful edgelord sister Amy, and most importantly, stoner brother Ben, who also inexplicably falls in love with Meredith the moment he sees her. Everyone calls the parents by their first names, and Amy is an asshole to Meredith, which make her makes her flip out and call her sister Julie to come out, who, despite having five minutes of screen time and maybe ten lines, is sweet and charming and proves that Meredith's unhinged rant about nature and nurture and gayness being abnormal is bullshit to begin with. Because of said rant, Meredith drives her car into a tree, pursued by Ben, who brings her to a bar, and Everett and Julie are supposed to come get her in Patrick's car, but wind up just walking through town romantically. <laughs> Alcohol solves all of Meredith's problems, and also, Sybil, the best character, is dying. On Christmas morning, Meredith gives everyone a framed picture of Sybil pregnant with Amy, and everyone realizes she's not actually terrible, but she thinks she fucked Ben, and Everett is realizing that he actually likes Julie, so hijinks ensue, there's egg on the floor, and Amy and Brad hook up again. By the way, Brad Stevenson popped her cherry. Uh, everybody figures out who they're supposed to be with and how to be happy, a la Midwinter's Night, Midwinter Night's Dream, and Sybil dies, but Patrick and Thad get their baby and live happily ever after. Meredith now has side bangs, which means she isn't horrible anymore, and Amy gets to carry the family stone slash ring into the ending. <laughs> well done. It's like two and a half minutes. It was perfect. It was good. 
I loved it. There's so much happening. Oh, this is a surprisingly so... long movie. Yeah. It was longer than I thought I it was going to be. Was, but... Runtime was like 103 minutes, which... Yeah. I was surprised. For a Christmas movie, you can usually do it under 90. Um, but yeah, yeah, lots lots happened. Um, yeah, a lot of moving pieces. I need... Yeah, I need to address the elephant in the room, though, which is Dermot Mulroney and his inability to act. <laughs> I, I don't think he's a good actor. He has one thing mm-hmm. that he can do with his voice, which is like his really gruff Dermot Mulroney voice. Mm-hmm. And Gavin. I think he should just be an FBI agent. That's pretty much it. And like... he. He's just, he didn't have any chemistry with anybody. And yeah. like the fact that all of his siblings were like roughhousing and like, you know, yeah, just super fit. affectionate. And it's like, I know he's not supposed to fit, but wow, he really yeah. didn't fit. Like, you couldn't even imagine that he had ever once fit. Mm-hmm. And he like Nature and went away like to be. This whole... <laughs> Doesn't. Oh God! That scene was so awful. It was I remembered hard it to watch. As soon as she said, "I know you have dinner planned for Christmas Eve," I was like, "Oh fuck! I remember what happened on Christmas Eve." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to sit through this again. Um, yeah, I don't. I liked the the brother sister swap. Hmm. Because it was like, oh, that's cute, whatever. But I didn't understand why Stoner Luke Wilson was like, yes, that uptight bitch. That's this the one I want. This is the one for me. <laughs> this is the one for me. Like, as soon as he saw her, he was like, mm-hmm. yep, she's it. And then watched her be atrocious <laughs> for two days. To his whole family. And was like, yeah, for a weekend. His entire family at Christmas. And he was like, yep, still the one. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, Luke Wilson? Why are you like this? Ugh. Yeah. Maybe it's I don't know. like, I don't know a lot of uptight conservative women. I don't think this is the case. But maybe in 2005, they were all just freaks in bed. And <laughs> once, you, once you got a little liquor or a little pot into him, as he does. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought they at least had more chemistry than Dermot Mulroney and Claire Danes. Look, Claire Danes is trying. Claire Danes <laughs> is giving it everything she had. She is blameless True. in this situ- situation. No, Dermot she's, Mulroney she's perfect. was just a very handsome piece of white wonder bread. He was he was a very good looking, should have been a tree. Um, <laughs> sexy lamp of male actors. Um like yeah no on their little like date I was like so uncomfortable for the little date where they're supposed to be looking for his, mm-hmm. her sister his fiance uh cause she drove off <laughs> in, a, <Yeah>. in a rage <laughs> like a super upset rage um that you know and they're like having their little romantic walk downtown mm-hmm. and uh, very slowly sauntering very slowly very- zero sense of urgency but uh-huh. like she's just talking about her work and she's like yeah this is a cool thing that happened and like blah blah, blah. and he's just like mm-hmm. eating her up with his eyes and i just want to be like girl he is you gotta stop like i know you're not putting that vibe out here but he's like totally mm-hmm. picking up on this vibe and mm-hmm. he's like i want to do all these things and she's like yeah sure go do them mm-hmm. you should <laughs> like, she's like you should totally go do that like right now like go do it whatever um Jared watched this movie with me and he was like, I think it would have been would have been slightly more realistic if after all of that, Claire Danes was like, Are you fucking kidding me? I am not spending another minute with these psychopaths in this movie. Like <laughs> I, I just wasted my whole Christmas dealing with all of you and your trauma. You think I'm gonna volunteer to stick around after that? Fuck no. Just got on her bus and went back to her cool her cool artsy life. Yeah. And See, plenty of trauma, just... but I love this family. Do you? Good. I do. What do you love yeah. about them? What do you love about that them? Makes Let's one talk of us. Their... <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually, I, 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 I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it could have been very like, oh, look at how 
look at how diverse they are. They're checking all of these boxes. Mm-hmm. But they were all kind of just messy Fucked pieces up. of garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucked up and, and fun. I, like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we make each other cry like over movie. Cards Against Humanity in the year 2023 yeah. when we get together for Christmas. Um, right. <laughs> now, I, with my family, I am very touchy feely. We're all like snugly. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones that I like anyway. Um, right. <laughs> Obviously. So, no, the ones that we like were very snuggly, very touchy feely, very mm-hmm. just like, but honest too. And yeah. I mean, nobody's anymore, at least, uh, an upfront asshole about anything. Um, no, I like them. I would that's, hang out. I would 10 out of 10 play Cards Against Humanity on Christmas with this family. Um, with I would want Sarah Jessica Parker to be nowhere near me. <sighs> I mean, it is it is a it is a tribute to her that she was so unlikable because that means she did a really good job as an actress, but she was the worst part of this movie. Her character, mm-hmm. not her performance. Dermot mm-hmm. Mulroney's performance was the actual worst part of this movie. <laughs> but um, <laughs> sorry, by the way, to any Dermot Mulroney fans out there, but he's not a, he's not somebody I've I watched. Mean, a I mean, I do of love him. Part. I just, <laughs> I yeah, yeah, same. Um, but no, I mean, I, yeah, I loved, actually, that was something that I want to bring up. I loved all of the physical affection, like between Mm -hmm. everybody, like brothers, dad, mom, sisters, like every single person, just like, just like a pile of puppies, just like, you know, holding each other and touching each other and smacking each other, you know, also the fight between Luke, (laughs) Luke Wilson and. They were already at the end where it culminated with them just smacking each other in the face. <laughs> yes. They're like in headlocks under the table, just like smacking each other really fast in the Stop face it. like kittens. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that. I thought that was great. And then, of course, the table yeah. collapses and everything is a mess. <laughs> um, we're in Luke Wilson chipped a tooth. For real? Real times? He chipped a tooth and Diane Keaton was like, oh, I've got a great dentist for you. And she gave him a phone number and it was a psychologist's number. <laughs> so she was fucking with him the whole time. Diane Keaton. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected that from her. Oh, I love that. Um, I, I yeah. love that. Yeah, no, I, the reviews are not great on this movie. No. And a lot of people said that like the stones are too smug and that they like they love each other too much. And it's like now I don't know what Have it's we like seen to be in a family other Christmas uh media where family <laughs> loves each other too much. I was like, I don't know what it's like to be from a family that loves each other even an adequate amount, frankly. Um <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't see too much love. I saw very people who loved each other and were very comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, also, I will say, I I loved the like cat like second nature signing that they all did around mm-hmm. Thad. Yeah. Um, like when, especially when uh, Amy was telling the story about when she met her the first time. Mm-hmm. And like her, you know, like everybody just was just signing while they were talking. And it was like mm-hmm. kind of almost like, like practically like shorthand. Like it was just like so second nature. It was really, really yeah. cool that they did that. Yeah. Um, But that was. Yeah. Everybody had I think to take that a is course. the best. Thad, he is. He's the most normal out of all the assholes yes. at that table. He's the best stone. He is. Um, Yeah. He was just so sweet. He had some banger lines that I did not uh, save, but okay. <laughs> he was just very cute in his delivery. He was just mm-hmm. a little cutie pie. Yeah, he was. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I, I just, I, I like this. Fa- I mean, I, I, it's the kind of family I would have always wanted to be part of. Like, mm-hmm. not, you know, well, not like married into, but like have grown up like that. Like I always wanted like a yeah. bunch of siblings and, you know, a crazy rowdy house that everybody hung out at. But 
Um, I didn't, yeah. it was not one of my favorite lines, but I loved just how, like, <laughs> how open they all were with each other. Like when Diane Keaton's like, oh yeah, Brad Stevenson, is that his name? Yeah. And he's like, you know, <laughs> Uh, he popped Amy's cherry and she's like, mom, yeah. she's like, oh, that I'm sorry, honey. Was that not, was that, not, accurate? Was that not accurate? Accurate. <laughs> 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 uh, she, Sybil had some great like line delivery, I think. Cause of yes. course it's thank you. So of course it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, one of, one of mine of hers that I have is uh, when she's yelling about the coffee. She's like, there's supposed to be a pot of coffee right there. Who doesn't know the rules? And then Sarah Jessica Parker makes like a small sound behind her. And she's like, mm, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, she's so enraged. You're back. Yeah. <laughs> love her. Oh, I love she's her so, so much. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. All right, what part, what did you like best other than the family? You like them? I like them. Um, I I don't know that I've ever watched something in depth with Sarah Jessica Parker enough to notice that her voice is like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That yeah, was something. It is. That, uh, uh, I didn't realize that. What's his name? Um, Matthew Broderick lives with that every day of his life. Mm-hmm. Every day of his life, uh, yeah. I, you could well. I was gonna say I've I've watched the entirety of Sex and the City and both uh-huh. movies, and the first of the unnecessary reboot, the first season of that. I haven't watched the second one yet. Can't bring myself because I know it's gonna be awful. Don't they? The yeah, they kill people. Awful. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, do they? Ugh. <laughs> I know you mean they kill off characters, but now I just have this image of like the Sex and the City women like murdering somebody, and then I was like, that I would watch. That would be into, yeah. that would be really interesting. Turns into yellow jackets. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, her voice is like that, and it's mm. grading, <laughs> grading to say okay, the good. least. Okay, yeah, I'm glad. no, it's not just you. All right, not good. just you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Wilson was just excellent in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love when he's just kind of the beleaguered, like he's just there. He's that guy. And yep. you love him. You do. <laughs> you love him. He had one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes. These aren't even best worst lines. I just like them. <laughs> I like this movie. <laughs> um, he had one of my favorites at the horrible dinner scene. Mm hmm. Which was, I would like a little black baby. Uh huh. <laughs> you already have a little I think black he baby. Me- <laughs> I already have a little black baby. Uh, yeah, he was. He was the. He and he and Amy were were my two favorites of the Stones. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't think they were the best. I think that is the best. But that is the best. Susanna's fine. She's so poor Susanna. She's, you know, she's she's very vanilla. This is yes. pre Twilight for her. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been pre Twilight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Did so, I tell you um, I know someone who named their child Renesmee? No. Uh-huh. No, you do not. Oh, my God. You know what makes Ugh. it better is this is um, is a council member and gay council member first probably gay council member in this town and adopted a daughter and named her Renesme with his husband who's really really nice and very talented very talented artist but he named his daughter Renesme and he's so proud of her and she's like she's a teenager now so she's going to middle school dances and stuff and I'm like this. This, this poor child, child is the Loch Ness monster. She is. She's named after that grotesque CGI abomination. <laughs> oh God, she's so horrifying. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's the scariest baby I've ever seen in my life, and I've the seen a lot of scary babies. Baby, oh God, ew, ew. Ah. <laughs> 
jail. <laughs> That's jail. Jail for 1,000 years. Um, I actually think that is, well, mm, I'm at least just going to put it on the same par as the person I went to high school with who had mm. twins in 2010, mm. I want to say, boy and a girl, and mm-hmm. she named them Bella and Edward. Jail Bella for 10,000 years. 10,000 years. Edward. <laughs> Her twins, who are siblings, mm-hmm. named them after the fucking vampire couple that everybody was obsessed with. One of my friends recently and sent me people, like, the video it up, that's like, like <laughs> Bella's like, I'm coming. And Edward's like, I don't want you to come. Um, I remember people like when she posted her like birth announcement, people were mm-hmm. like, you really named your kids after Twilight? And she's like, it's not after Twilight. I just really like those names. It's around Twilight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's Twilight adjacent. <laughs> if it's mm-hmm. not, if it's not actually Twilight there, babe. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so she's in jail for 10,000 years. The councilman is in jail for 1,000 years for Renesmee. That poor kid. I mean, I there might be people in Bella and Edward's life if they introduce themselves separately who don't separately know. Separately's fine, yeah. Separately's fine. It's the fact that they came into the world together. Yes. Uh, that is where the problem lies. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, they could introduce themselves separately, and it would nobody yeah. nobody would know. Twins but grow Renesme, up. You never find out that they have a twin until it's like, oh shit, you're a twin. No, Renesme. It's hey, Renesme. what's up? I'm Esme. I'm like, oh, okay, short for Esmeralda. No, no. <laughs> hey, it's me, Liz. Uh, oh, cool. Short for Elizabeth. <laughs> no, for Lizard. Short for Lizard. <laughs> oh God. <clears throat> um. Can you imagine though being like a, a like a partner of Bella or and or Edward and being taken home to meet the family? Speaking of this this plot and being like, oh, this is your twin. I've heard so much about. Oh my god, this is their name. <laughs> Just I like, mean, legally, he has to go by Eddie at that point because you can't He'd have like, to. Do He'd not have call me to. Edward. Yeah, Edward. Ed. Oh Just Ed. Ed is, Ed is so awful. <laughs> Thank you, chose I have, Ed. I have multiple uncles who are named Ed. And I always was, wanted to be like, why aren't they Eddie or Edward? Which are both perfectly acceptable. And it's just like, nope, Ed. It's like a belch. <laughs> Ed. You know, Mr. Ed was a great show. <laughs> back when I was watching TV land exclusively for that and three's company, but (laughs) and um, Holly Hunter's character, of course, in Raising Arizona, one of the greatest comedies of all times, but Mm. she's allowed to be called Ed because it's short for Edwina turn to the right. (laughs) And excellent. My favorite of her my favorite of her uh roles that she's ever played um do you have you've seen have you seen raising arizona no (gasps) i know my television this is the day this is the day i'm (laughs) it all comes out (laughs) i'm not gonna shame i am not gonna shame you i'm i'm jealous because i would love to watch raising arizona for the Ah, first time okay uh it is it is There's a so strike funny. happening, so we're going to have all the time in the world. You've got plenty <clears throat> of time uh, to experience the wonder and the magic that is Nick Cage and Holly Hunter. Oh, shit. Stealing a child. <laughs> <laughs> that is the premise of the film. I didn't ruin anything. That's, that's the entire premise of the film. Um, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. It's girl. It's so funny. It's so fucking good. It might be my favorite Nicolas Cage role, also. Mm. Mm, I mean, 
aside, of course, from National Treasure, but I don't count that because that's everybody's favorite movie. So <laughs> bad lieutenant. <laughs> See these fucking iguanas. <laughs> so, all right, we've gotten completely off topic. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Nicholas Cage. Anyway, anyway, speaking of Nicholas Cage, the Family Stone. Um, mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Oh, I do love that uh, Craig T. Nelson got high with with Ben. Yeah, that's. I feel um, like he's carving himself a niche as like the stoner dad. Yes. Yes, he because he does it in Poltergeist, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does he do it, like, briefly before he's flexing in the mirror, your favorite scene? Yes, my favorite scene. Yeah, and that's what I love. What That's one of my favorite scenes because of the flexing in the mirror. Also, because those at the start of it, he's unsuccessfully trying to roll a joint. And like <laughs> most donors, he gives up. And there's just weed all over the bed because he just jumps yep. up and jumps in front of the, the mirror to do his before and after flex. Um <laughs> And it's just so real. <laughs> like it's yeah. just weed all over the bed. Yep. And nobody cleans it up. That's, that's well, what it is. Just, this is where we live now. This is where we live. We we sleep in this now. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I also I had one more uh one more line that's technically two. Mm. It's a it's a call and response type deal. Okay. Um one more, which is when they're at the bar and uh Meredith is freaking out about how awful everybody is to her and she was like and that's not what I meant I love the gays <laughs> gay people they and know Ben just responds they know that it's <laughs> great <laughs> it's just so sweet they know that <laughs> Did you yeah, have any I more? I know say, we talked about a couple of them. I'll save my last one for the end, of course. Um, okay. But of course. now the <laughs> Craig T. Nelson, um, when Diane Keaton's like, Jesus, Kelly, not right now. He's like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, and then he turns around <laughs> and he leaves. And then later he comes back and he's like, now is, is now a better time? <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, like, he comes into, like, having just with the knowledge that Meredith and Ben slept uh-huh. together. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, just like, not I now. don't know what to do. <laughs> just, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, I need to do something. I know she's having a lot of, <laughs> so just, much of that energy. <laughs> just so much dad shuffling. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> shuffling yeah. around. Um, I was. I thought it was very sweet though when uh, Amy was sleeping on the couch next to Suzanne and he yeah. petted her hair and he's like, "She's nice like this, isn't she?" When she's quiet. Oh. <laughs> she's quiet. She's not being mean. But I did um, cry a lot yeah. when the the photo came out and Sybil said, "That's mm-hmm. you and me, kid. You mm-hmm. and me." I'm like. Oh, I love that. I love that. I don't have any pictures like that of my mom. Actually, I don't have many pictures of my mom in general, but um, yeah. Yeah. So, probably had I remembered, <laughs> had I remember what happened to sweet, wonderful Sybil, probably wouldn't have picked this movie. <laughs> As with all Sybils, annoyingly enough. <laughs> Fight a nickel for every time a beloved Sybil just dies undeservingly. I'd have two nickels, but isn't it weird that it's happened twice? <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it so sad that it happened twice? <laughs> it's always Jesus. a Sybil. <laughs> it's always a Sybil. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I thought, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of myself because I had to at least suggest one movie on this God for yeah. podcast that wasn't the worst. <laughs> That's a horrendous movie. <laughs> it was a oh. horrendous movie. That's We're okay. So I can take boring. this turn. <laughs> Next round. <laughs> Next round. I can't wait. Can't wait. Next round, I got um, you. Did you have any um do you have any Oscars before we talk about budget and tomatoes? Um I mean, at this point, really, the Oscar that I could give is just most charming role for somebody who had about ten lines and five minutes of screen time to Claire Danes. She was enchanting. Like, yes. 
they really did pick somebody who is the polar opposite of Sarah Jessica Parker's entire yeah. performance. Like she yeah. was just so sweet and sweetness and light because that's what Claire Danes yes. does. Um, I only had one, and that okay. is uh, for the costume department uh, for most clothing <laughs> worn by a single character at any given point. Layers. These were the la- most layered people I've ever seen in my life. In the beginning, and granted, I know, 2005, I did this too. Mm-hmm. I forgot that sometimes people just wore <laughs> dresses over jeans. Uh, yeah, sweater dresses, and that's, especially. It was like, that's what what Rachel McAdams was wearing. She was wearing like jeans and then like a red skirt over top of them and then three shirts. <laughs> Although nothing compares to Diane Keaton wearing a scarf in bed. Yes. <laughs> that was my favorite. It was like, I couldn't even like stay in the moment. Cause I was like, why is she wearing a scarf in bed? <laughs> she is in bed. <laughs> scarf around her neck. Turn the fucking heat up, Craig T. Nelson. You'll lose a lot of heat in the neck, (laughs) (laughs) Wife is dying. Spend the money. Turn the furnace on. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there was. And and it wasn't just like, it was just like every scene. People just kept putting on more and more layers. And just, they, I just felt like at some point they were all going to look like the little kid from Christmas Story. (laughs) Just all bundled up. (laughs) Sitting around the Sitting around the fireplace in 30 shirts. Did you see the second Christmas story? Not the old one, the new one, the reboot sequel Mm -mm. that they just made. No, no, I did not. How was it? It's quite a movie. I mean, it's it's entertaining. Okay. It's it's his friend looks like one of the 50 year olds who played a teenager in Greece. Think about how old everybody looked when they played teenagers <laughs> in Greece. <laughs> but like Sunny had a receding hairline and Kaniki had mm-hmm. so many wrinkles. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> why did they why did they cast middle-aged men to play these? There wasn't a single teenager playing a teenager in that movie. <laughs> not a single. Not even like 18 looks and looks younger. <laughs> not, no. It wasn't even on the casting call. They're like, we need full-fledged adults, please. Yeah. Like, not even 21 looking younger. Like, nope. <clears throat> you had to be no. 35 at least to play a teenager. It's like the presidency. You had to be at least 35 <laughs> years of age. <laughs> To be in to Greece. audition for Greece. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, sorry. Second. So, so what? It's tangents. It's enjoyable. Tangents. Whatever. It's enjoyable. It's yeah. In- it's I. I. I'll watch it again. Mm-hmm. It's very weird seeing yeah. these. Like, everybody is Ralph Macchio. Where everybody looks both twelve and sixty at the same time. Mm, yeah, that is that is a machioism. That is something yeah. that he brings to the world. <laughs> that the duality of man is really <laughs> encapsulated in Ralph Macchio. Uh, I don't know because I I I guess I'm weird in that the a Christmas story isn't one of my favorite like Christmas movies, and I. Mm. I can watch it like once a year, but yeah. when is it? I think it's TNT or TBS puts it on One for, 24, it hours. for 24 hours. Yeah. I'm like, do you just not want people to like this movie? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> there are so many other things that you can is... do. Like people talk about how there are no Christmas classics coming out anymore. It's like, it's because all of the Christmas classics are old a movie has to be old to be a classic. I'm sorry. That's right, you can't just how re- it works. Yeah, it's like giving yourself a nickname. You can't just release a Christmas movie and being like, a new Christmas classic. It's like, no. Yeah. You have to earn that. Yeah. Okay. Jason Saves Christmas. Christmas classic. Nightmare on 34th Street. Christmas classic. <laughs> um, I will say The Night Before is a Christmas classic. Nobody agrees yes. with me. I Except agree you. a thousand percent. <laughs> Nobody has taste is the problem. <clears throat> so. That is the problem. 
And that would be, I mean, I wouldn't even, I would recommend watching The Family Stone because it's, it's very sweet. But if you're also looking for a, for a, I'm jumping to recommendations right now. If you want more, but if stoners, you're also looking yeah. more stoners on Christmas, uh, the night before, starring mm-hmm. who? Joseph. Okay, who's? I, thank you, Gordon Levitt uh-huh. and Anthony Mackie and Seth Rogen. <laughs> I almost said Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> that's what I stopped. That's why I stopped. Like oh, it's a Rogan, but I don't know which one. I don't know which one. Like they're interchangeable. Sorry, Seth. You're no, nothing like yeah. Joe. Yeah. Um and also oh, Lizzie I can't Kaplan. I was gonna say Jillian. Lizzie Kaplan, that's it. Yeah. Jillian Bell, yeah. Jillian Bell. Yeah. So good. Love you them. You kind of look like a dragon right now. Really? Do I? <laughs> 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 Seth Rogen being on drugs through that entire movie is one of the best things about that movie, too. <laughs> he is on drugs the entire time. Also, uh, him uh, him <laughs> reacting to James Franco's dick pic. Yeah. It's- Dope dick, homie. Oh, and <laughs> this guy, James, is just so easy to talk to. <laughs> Um, Do I want oh, it? Was, Gosh, I mean, who wouldn't want a dick like that? <laughs> who wouldn't want a dick like that? <laughs> um, but yeah, when he was explaining, when he was explaining the situation to Minnie Kaling, who is also in this movie and is wonderful, yeah. and he's like, "No, I mean, he's got he's got an amazing penis on him," and she's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's like, I mean, <laughs> he's like, I mean, his I dick's I was off." I going to have to deal him. with it. He was like, his dick soft is like two of my dicks hard. So yeah, she's like, do you think I can take it? He's like, at one point I thought I was going to take it. So yeah, I think you're probably good. (laughs) He's like, and I was down, so. James, are you gay? Not tonight, baby. Not tonight. (laughs) James, I think you might be gay. Not tonight. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Anyway, this is not the movie that we watched this week. Um, okay, let's uh, let's be kind. Rewind that one because that would be a lot of fun. Oh, that would be so much fun. We'd have to have so many drugs. We have to take turns doing the drugs because it's only fair. Right, right. we would share. We have to take obviously. turns being Seth Rogen. Ugh, <laughs> uh, that would be great. That would be. We'd be true method acting. Like we have to be on mushrooms to do this. Sorry. Yes. I think the real Sorry, compromise is trying to decide who does the uh, the bathroom vi- uh, phone video rant versus who does the. <laughs> can they tell that I'm Jewish? <laughs> I was gonna say we the drug yeah, scene. You, can, you can't bogart that. You can't bogart that. You gotta if you're doing the the cell phone screaming scene, you have to give the the other person the. Uh... I need a barf bag. Oh my! Oh my God! Who was that? Jesus Christ! They think that we did that to him? Is that what they think we did to him? Yes. Yes! <laughs> fucking baby's looking at me. And he goes to puke and just swallow it. Swallow it like a girl would. <laughs> I mean, that's the advantage is that whoever isn't being Seth Rogen in that scene gets to be Jillian Bell in that scene. Gets to so. be Jillian Bell. And when she tries to send him away, when they're like, oh, join us for mass. She's like, do not go into that church. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what are you doing here, honey? Get Go the fuck away. Turn around. Walk away. <laughs> Why are you coming up the street? Leave it here. <laughs> don't, don't just drop it. Oh, Lord. Um, all right. We know what we think yes. about the family stone and the night before. Um, yes. <laughs> what do you think audiences? Th- oh, sorry. What do you think the critics thought about the family stone? Tomato. Okay. Rating. So when I was looking at trivia, the meta score popped up, which is not the same mm-hmm. as the tomato rating, but the right. meta score was in the 50s. Okay. So I'm going to say. F- 56. Close. It's 52. Okay. So it does not get the certified fresh. Um, or the, yeah, it gets the rotten tomato. Um, mm-hmm. And then audience score was higher. So what do you think for audience? 
Okay, you say higher with a definitive kind of tone, so I'm gonna say... Mm, it's just the way I talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a number. Um, <laughs> totally a number. I'm, I'm gonna say 67. I turned the page too fast. Uh, again, you are, you are off by the same amount. So it was 63. Oh, okay. 60, okay. That's all right. Yeah. So you just think everybody did four points better than they did. Um, so yeah, it was a solid, a solid mediocre, according to critics yeah. and audiences alike. But that's all right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I cried. Of course, I cried at Chappie too, so. <laughs> Maybe that's not the greatest indication of a film's value. Robot movies. Yeah. I mean, robot <laughs> movies. It's fair. <laughs> He's almost a real boy. <clears throat> He's almost a real boy. Um, do you want to talk, we talk about money? Do we talk about money yet? We didn't talk about money. No, no. How many millions no. of dollars do you think it took to uh, to make this movie? Well, it's just that there's so many names. I feel like most yeah. of it was was names. So, if you remember, SJP is coming off. Uh, SJP is coming she's off hot, the first she's sex in the top city. of her game. Yeah, top of her game. I'm going to go with 15 million. Very close. 18 million. Ooh, close yeah. without going over. And they I'm made surprised. it back in kind. They made it back Good. decently. I'm trying to find where it was. Yeah, budget estimated 18 million. Um, opening weekend was 12, but gross US and Canada was 60 million. So nice. Nice. Did, Good. Did well. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people like going to the movies. They like yeah, they like Christmas Christman. movies. I feel like a lot of people, Crispin, crisis films. <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like Christmas movies do better just because people are like, meh, we'll go see something Christmassy. Yeah, the family after know. dinner. The fam. After yeah. dinner on Thanksgiving, let's, let's go see a movie. Actually, no, this one came out much closer to Christmas, so... That would not it have been did, yeah. I was, I was home for winter break when ah. I went to see this movie, um, and it had just come out, so it was pretty close to the holiday itself. Okay. When I was a freshman in college, Aww. um, mm hmm, and that was yeah, that was speaking of my mom when I would come home for break. It was like a month long, and mm -hmm. she'd like, you know, tell me how much she missed me for the first week and then like two days after Christmas she'd be standing in my doorway like so when do the dorms open again when, when can you leave when are you done living here stop <laughs> like, thanks, stumbling mom. home drunk Emily <laughs> uh yeah I was like okay feeling the love Peg thanks <laughs> understood <laughs> loud and clear um yeah. there is something about right. coming home drunk with power after your first semester at college, of it's true. Oh, You're just, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I can sure I was be out until four thirty in the morning <laughs> in college. I'm gonna try and bring I'm that home up. too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna bring that energy back to the suburbs. I think that's what my mother needs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> needs to worry about. Ugh, I do think about the uh, last Christmas that I spent with her and how I lied to her on New Year's Eve to go to a party. Mm back at school which was two hours away and she explicitly told me she was like I do not want you driving all the way back to school tonight to go to that stupid party and then coming all the way home that's stupid and I was like okay I won't so I was mm -hmm. like I'm just going to Lindsay's Lindsay lived 45 minutes away so I left I parked the car 45 minutes away from my mom's house and texted her and said, hey, I just got to Lindsay's. Everything's cool. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy New Year's. And then I continued driving <laughs> to my destination. Elaborate. And that, elaborate. <laughs> elaborate. And I got so drunk that I forgot where I parked my car. And I woke up. Um, so we had two houses. There was the girl's house up on top of the hill and then the boy's house. And the party was at the boy's house. So I drove mm -hmm. us to the boy's house. And mm -hmm. then got so drunk knew I couldn't drive a block and a half. So I took my shoes off and walked 
in the snow and mud in the snow up yeah. the hill in the snow and mud mm. up the hill in the cold Pennsylvania woods and went to sleep woke up uh, the next morning threw back the covers and my legs are just caked in mud <laughs> caked in mud my bed is filthy oh, I am disgusting God. I have leaves in my hair and I was like what the fuck happened and then I opened the curtains and I was like oh my god and where is my car because <laughs> all I could think car? is like <laughs> all uh. I could think was like not only did I lie to my mother in her final days but now she's gonna find out because I'm gonna have to tell her that my car got stolen in the exact place that she told me not to go <laughs> What are the odds that my car got stolen in Monroeville and just miraculously wound up in Clarion where I was specifically not supposed to be? Crazy, Mom. Um, th- thankfully, I can't control the Baba Yaga that comes out. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I walked into the living room and my, my roommate, Lindsay, was like also looking pretty gross. She was like... Wow, look at your legs. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, where, where do you know where my car is? And she's like, yeah, you drove us to Joel's. Remember, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> but the best part was going back, you know, for my car and then driving like, you know, driving down the street where I would have walked and finding mm-hmm. my sh- my shoes frozen in the mud. At the bottom of the hill. Excellent. <laughs> My spiked heels frozen in the mud like the fucking Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> like, and I'll be taking these. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> those are coming with me. <laughs> I need those. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So that was a that was a rough that was a rough New Year's. It was a doozy of a day. Yeah. Considering how the rest of twenty from the rest of two thousand eight turned out, I'm not surprised. That's how we began. <laughs> Should have known. Should have known. I cursed myself. Shit show to start with. No, I. Oh god. I had a roommate in college that I would have been strangled in my sleep if I had gone to bed with dirty legs. Like <laughs> they loved me so much in the time that they were like, "I love you." I will not allow this. I <laughs> I need to control well, your life just enough right now. Just enough. That you always wash your feet before you go to bed. Yeah. See, <laughs> I used to have, I used to be like famous for knowing how drunk I was and how like dirty I was and being mm. like, okay, I have to go take a shower and then passing out of the shower. <laughs> Emily. And, like, and being like in there for hours, like especially in the dorms, like hours, well, that's and just wasteful like and waking dangerous. up, waking up, sitting on the gross tile, and being like, "Oh fuck, I did it again." <laughs> so I think I think I was trying to not do that in my own mm. apartment, or I was just I was so blackout drunk, I just fell into, mm. <laughs> fell into bed like a mud monster. <laughs> the swamp thing it was uh, so disgusting oh god um, alright you want to hear some do uh, you have any more trivia because that oh that was yeah because you had trivia about Luke Wilson and about his tooth anymore Luke Wilson and his tooth um, everybody learned sign language like everybody actually oh, learned sign language mm-hmm. and it was kind of critiqued and criticized at first for being like well it's not perfectly accurate but Right. I've heard also that it is very accurate that families who grow up with a hard of hearing or deaf sibling, like, it's not mm-hmm. very accurate. Right. It's very loose, like, Weasley style, just kind of throwing it out, throwing it around. Yeah. Yeah. Weasley style. Look at you. Weasley style, yeah. <laughs> Fuck JK. <clears throat> but, no, I and that's the thing, I was like, I thought that felt very <clears throat> natural and like normal of you know like they all mm-hmm. signed to communicate with each like even there was even like scenes where dad wasn't in the room and they were still like signing yeah. to each other which was yeah which was sweet i thought yeah um all right i have three 
reviews. Excellent. And uh, so the first one is from David Anson from Newsweek, who says the cast is attractive. The sentiments are commendable. But the love Bazooka wants us to feel for the family couldn't possibly compete with the love they already feel for themselves. I think less of themselves than more of each other. I'll put it that way. Right. Yeah. I was like, well, do you want them to be unhappy with each other? Yeah. What do you want, David Anson? Who hurt you? Um, (laughs) Maura McDonald from the Seattle Times then said, some will find it touching. But most will be wary of the plot contrivances contrive, contrivances, and the smug family stone to care. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I actually, you know what? By the time, the only thing I agree with her on this is by the time the engagement ring got stuck on Claire Dane's finger, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's like time too for much the is happening. <clears throat> like yeah. you're hijinxing too much. Like there's yeah. there's too many hijinks. Let's let's yeah. cut one of these. And then the uh one of the few positives was James Bar- Berardinelli from Real Views. Mm-hmm. Uh it's worth 2 hours for those who appreciate this kind of low risk workmanlike drama. And for like the first six times I read that, I read it as low risk woman like drama. And I was like, what the fuck uh, do you know about it, James? What does um, that mean? But that's hmm? not. Yeah, I was like, what do you mean by that, James? He didn't mean anything by it. He means I can't fucking read. Um, <laughs> so sorry for maligning you, James, this morning. Yeah. But he said workmanlike, which I don't mm. actually also know what that means. So what I think it sounds like, and this could just be me making connections that pop up in my brain, is um, the mechanicals of Midsummer Night's Dream of like, ah, mm-hmm. there's always hijinks. There's always <laughs> something to do. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Fair. That's how I'll interpret it. Okay. <laughs> I like your comparison as a, a midwinter's, <laughs> midwinter's night stream. It was very much like that. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. Obviously my, Christmas recommendation is the night before because we just quoted mm-hmm. half of it to each other. Yes. <laughs> um, but what do you do? You have other ones that you like? Yeah. If you also like gays of color in Christmas movies, if you like Meredith, love the gays and want them to know it. Um, Single know all the that. way is fun on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. It has Kathy Najimy, who I know you love, and Jennifer Coolidge, who I know you feel ambivalently about. I have complex emotions about <laughs> <a> Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> but, um, all right. So, single all the way. I will also add, of course, I feel like it doesn't even need to be said. Does it? Do I need to recommend Love Actually? Like, if you want, no. like, a sweet saccharine holiday movie, like, what the fuck else are you going to watch? You're going to watch Love Actually yeah. or The Holiday. From the 2000s. Yeah, The Holiday. You have to watch The Holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. If you anything, do. I will just say that love actually has aged worse than this somehow. I know. I have to I have to put myself back in the 2004 mindset to enjoy it. But yeah. It, yeah. There's um, sweetness any to others? it. There's Emma Thompson's excellent. Of course she anything is. Anything with Emma Thompson, just watch Emma Thompson movies. Just, I love her so much. Yeah. <clears throat> well, stuff. And then a tippy How many lobsters were present at the birth of Christ? <laughs> well, if you want to um, keep up with the podcast, if you want to follow along with our Christmas selection for next week, mm, I get to pick the terrible yes, what, one. What are we watching? Next week, for the amazing Carrie Elwes, we're watching A Castle for Christmas. A castle for Christmas? That sounds horrible! Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, and it has Brooke Shields, and I will tell you right now, the opening scene with Drew Barrymore is unhinged. Oh, no. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. to share this with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, great. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, all right, well, Ms. Mia, thank you. 
for indulging me in the family stone. Um, and closing thoughts. Gonna send I us slept up? with your brother. Which brother? Don't look at me. <laughs> and I need a fork. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.